Hey, this is Ed Luther, pastor of City Church in Australia. I hope that today's podcast really inspires you. Thank you so much for listening. What, what are we celebrating today? We're celebrating the birthday of a great nation. Listen, any way you want to cut it, even if it wasn't Bruce that arrived and all that. Uh, and and I, I begin to uh, think about if Australia was a person, uh, an individual, and I was invited to Australia's birthday, what would I bring? What would be a really good gift for me to bring to the birthday party or celebration uh, of, of Australia if it were uh, a person? And what would, what would we as a church give? What would be a great gift for us as a church to give uh, on Australia's birthday? And I believe this, that it has been, is, and always will be, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that that's what we as an individual and as a church, the best gift that we could ever bring is the gift of Jesus Christ and the gospel. The word gospel comes, it's an old English word, and it means good news. The word spells news and, and, and uh, good or the, the beginning of gospel. It, it means literally God news or good news. And that's what happened. When the, when the British arrived, it, it not only, you know, was a statement that, you know, white people, Europeans have arrived on the shores of, of Australia. It's not really the celebration, to be honest. I, I believe in God's economy and God's plan. It was the opening of the good news to arrive in Australia. And that's, that's the way that I see anything worth celebrating is the good news. Ephesians 3, 6, it says this. It says, Paul's right. It says, this mystery is that through the gospel, here it is, gospel, the Gentiles, that's everybody that wasn't a Jew, are heirs, and I love this, together with Israel, members together of one body, sharers together in the promise of Christ Jesus. I've called this, this message, and I'm not going to go long here, but uh, I've called it Together We're Better. But the fact is that, you know, when we had everybody stand up that's, that was born here, the, it's pretty obvious that a lot of us weren't born here. But uh, are we still together in something? If our bloodline says, look, I'm not a Jew, I'm not from Israel, or I wasn't born here, or uh, I'm not aboriginal, I'm not of the original, then are we still able to get together? And I believe that that's the mystery that Paul was talking about that makes the gospel so powerful is that together we are better. Now, there are, and I, I read this recently, there are an estimated 100 billion galaxies in the universe. That's pretty big, isn't it? I mean, my, my brain can't get around 100 billion galaxies in the universe. That's what they estimate. But get this. There are over 70 trillion cells in your body. The difference between a billion and a trillion is massive. 100 billion galaxies as you look out into the night sky. 70 trillion if you were to look inward to the cells in your body. Aren't you glad that the cells in your body work together? What if they decided to do their own thing? What if uh, our body's cells decided, I'm just going to do my thing, you can do yours. Uh, without them working together, our bodies are, are 
you know, that's like a cancer cell is something that doesn't work together. There are no cancer cells in the body of Christ. Our bodies are a beautiful picture of trillions of cells moving in community that create identity. And when God calls us the body of Christ, he is calling us to work together. He calls millions of us to interconnect with everyone else for a common cause. And that's what I believe is the essence of Australia Day from a biblical worldview, from a Christian perspective, is that God has called people from all over the planet to this country, and he's done the same thing uh, in my country of origin as well and, and other countries. He's called people from all over for his purpose. So whether you were born here or not born here, you are on an assignment from God. I hope that you realize that. I know beyond any doubt that I am here by divine purpose. God called me here. I'd never been here. I, you know, I didn't uh, know much about the country, to be honest. Like, had a word from God come up. It's like, that's where I'm sending you. I'm like, what? Seriously? <laughs> like, what's that all about? Uh, I found out it was a beautiful place, but I didn't know that before I went. And, uh, you know, I got persecuted terribly. People go, I wish I was called there. <laughs> and then when, I, then when I moved to the Sunshine Coast, uh, you know, to start this church, it was the same thing. People thought, oh, you're moving there. We know why you're moving to the Sunshine Coast, because it's got beautiful beaches. I'm going, it does? Really? Wow, cool, because I didn't know. Uh, and didn't research back then. We didn't have Google and all that. So, you know, finding out that was amazing, but that's not the reason that I moved here. I moved here because God put an assignment on my life. I'm here by divine destiny, not to make a dollar and not to, you know, uh, have a track record of success. I'm not climbing any stupid success ladder. I'm here because God wants to be here. What about you? Are you here by divine purpose? Are you here on an assignment from God? If not, uh, I, I believe that you are, but if you haven't discovered that yet, I think that, uh, that we need to discover that this morning. Have you ever gone somewhere where it was obvious that you didn't belong? Have you ever gone into a room or a group of people where you stood out? Maybe it was because of your color or your accent or uh, some other reason, the way that you dressed. And, and people just instantly, instantly knew, you ain't from these parts, are you, boy? <laughs> instantly you stood out. You were the anomaly. You were the one that, honestly, everybody knows that you don't belong. And you could feel the stares and you knew I don't belong here, but you tried your best to fit in, but, but it didn't work. Have you ever been in a situation like that? I remember once in Pakistan, only been there once, but I was there for about a month, and uh, you know, everywhere I went, it was pretty obvious that I was different. Uh, I didn't see an Asian. I didn't see a European. I didn't see anybody that looked remotely like me there, and uh, the stares and the people looking at me, I could feel that. It was really, really uncomfortable. Uh, until I got into the homes of believers. There's something about the household of faith. When I was able to get around people, they were still Pakistanis. They still look remarkably different from me. They still didn't speak that great of English, and I certainly don't speak their language. But the household of faith is an embracing household. And I could feel in the warmth and the love that I felt, I thought, oh, thank God I'm home. Thank God I'm part of the family of, uh, of believers. Thank God that uh, I'm in the midst of the body of Christ. And, and, and it's such a refreshing thing. We need to admit, no matter whether we were born here 
or not born here, that we are still sojourners, the Bible says. We are foreigners. One translation says aliens. Listen to this. It says in Hebrews 11, 13, it says all these people, these, these are the heroes of faith that, that, that sojourned to spread the gospel. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. Don't ever get so comfortable in your skin and your nationality that you forget that you are only passing through here. In heaven, and we know this, you know, people have talked and joked about it before, but there's not going to be, you know, the American corner over here and the Aussie corner and the British corner and, you know, and the Indians are going to be over here eating, you know, and the Chinese over here and, and, the, and the Pacific Islanders over. It's not, it's, that's not going to happen over there. We get another name. We look differently. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be way more aware. We'll speak a language, and it won't be, you know, the language you're speaking now. It'll be incredible. Let us not forget that whether we were born here or arrived here or however we got here, that we are foreigners and we are strangers on this earth. No matter where you live, you are an alien here. You are passing through for one reason, and that is to shout about Jesus and tell people about the good news and get people saved and disciple the nations and get on with that job. Let's not get so steep and in in, in so home at home here that we forget that. First Chronicles 29 says, this in verse 15 it says for we are foreigners and strangers in your sight talking about God as were all our ancestors our days on earth are like a shadow without hope we're better together and together we need to remember that our purpose here is to spread the gospel the best uh, birthday present that we could possibly give this great country and, and the people here is the good news that Jesus Christ loves them and has saved them. Well, I want to read this very quickly, Ephesians 3, 10 to 21. I really think it establishes purpose. His intent was that now, through the church, that's us, that's all of us, no matter where we're from or the color of our skin, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings. In other words, he was suffering because he was like a fish out of water. He's a Jew going to the Gentiles. He was different, and they all knew it. He had a message that basically got him into trouble every, everywhere that he went, talking about Paul. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Where? From the Father. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit on your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep the love of Christ is, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him 
who is able to do immeasurably more than we all can imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, that's the gospel. So what God promises to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine isn't given to any individual. I read that for a purpose. It's given to all. It's when we all work together. It's when the body of Christ works together. It's when we understand that the moving parts that don't look like us and aren't from here and don't sound like us and the ones that are from here and everybody, when we work together to spread this gospel, it's a, it's, it's a manifold wisdom of God to the rulers that speaks louder than anything else that this gospel is real because these misfits from all over the world that can't get along anywhere else in the world, no matter what government, they're working together. This is a miracle. I think it's a miracle anyway. I look at the body of Christ and I think, wow. Like I've been to many parts of this world where the nations uh, of those people were at war against one another, where they hated each other, where there was racism and bigotry and all kinds of stuff going on. I remember when I went to Russia for the first time and, you know, I was taught to hate Russians. They're the enemy. And I got there and I discovered brothers and sisters that were spreading the gospel just like me. They had the, 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 the depth and the width and the height and the breadth of God's love just like I did that we embraced and we became best friends almost instantly. We were family and it's like they're Russians. They're, they're the enemy. Like, are you serious? Same thing in Vietnam and same thing. And everywhere you go, you'll find that the greatest statement of the gospel, and I believe the greatest message and the greatest birthday present that we can give this country is to walk in unity with our brothers and sisters and get the good news into this nation that God's not holding anything against people. And therefore, we can't be carriers of, of racism and dissent and bigotry and even a, a national pride if it goes against what God has. We've got to drop that stuff, man. We got to get on with the, the main job. We are foreigners. We are aliens. We're just passing through. So how can we make a great country greater? How can we make a great church greater? How can we get it together, whether you're born here or not? Share the gospel together because it's got to happen together or not at all. Amen. Now I got through that and I, I really want to uh, uh, finish this meeting. There's just a few people in our church that uh, have arrived here from other parts of the world. And so I've asked uh, a, a few of these people uh, if they wouldn't mind sharing. So I'd like, if you've been asked if you'd come up right now, thank you, onto the platform, that'd be great. We can move this pulpit out of the way. And uh, yeah, give these guys a hand clap. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, all the way out, all the way out here, come on. Don't be shy, all right? All right, so this is Tessa and Tim, Renette, and you know Junior, and uh, these guys, <sighs> they're foreigners. You guys are aliens, man, <laughs> and, uh, and so am I. But uh, happy Australia Day. Uh, love the fact that you guys are all Aussies. Uh, I, was, I was intrigued by a program a while back called Australian Story, and Pardeep's coming up to join us as well. Give him a hand clap. All right. 
And uh, Australian story just basically, it's different Aussies telling their story, and it's like a documentary kind of thing. Anybody see that at all? Yeah. You know, they had Graham Clark on there, the inventor of the bionic ear, and different, different people. And uh, it's pretty amazing, some of the stories. They had uh, um, Frank Lowey, who uh, started Westfield Shopping, which is you know, all over the world. Who, whose dad was absconded by the Nazis in World War II. He was a boy, and uh, you know, and he uh, relocated here to Australia. Not born here, but went on and did you know great things. Became uh, one of Australia's wealthiest people. Great inventions coming out of here. Uh, as a country, we 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 embrace uh, all people from everywhere, uh, whether it's sports or innovation or whatever. And, and as a church, uh, it's so awesome to have all of you guys as part of City Church and to realize that, you know, our vision is, is reaching nations. It's raising generations, reaching nations. And uh, the nations are coming here. We know that. And so I'm just that excited about it. So uh, Australian story goes something like this, you know, I am, and this is my name, and uh, this is my Australian story. And so I just want to uh, just briefly, I want you just to tell us your name and then how you ended up uh, coming here to Australia. We're going to start at this end here with you, Tessa. Thank you. Yeah, how you came to Australia. This is Australia Day. You can tell us. Yeah. You've been around. Yes. You've been to Hi. other places. This is Australia. Okay. Hi, my name is Tessa. Um, so I first came to Australia in 2006 as an exchange student when I was in uni. And that was for six months. And then in 2016, 10 years later, I came back to Australia. And I was in Melbourne for two years before I came on the Sunshine Coast in 2018. And I've been here since. That is my Australian story. <laughs> Part of it. Pass that on. Okay. Tim's going to tell us how he ended up on these shores. Hello. Um, I'm Tim. And um, I had a quick detour in New Zealand six years before I came to Australia. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was God's plan for us to come here because my dad um, is a prayer warrior and he heard that God told him that we should come to Australia. And wow. yeah, um, we've been here for two years in April. Yeah, and I'm loving the place. It's quite hot, but yeah, you just <laughs> get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Where are you from? Kenya originally. My name's Renette. I'm originally from South Africa. And like them, we made a, we were just long. We were 11 years in, 12 years in New Zealand. And then we came to Australia in 2011. Um, we started off with um, only being me, my brother, my sister-in-law, and one child. And then we ended up in New Zealand with three more children, and we're really blessed to be here. Hey, my name is Juna, and I'm from the Solomon Islands. Uh, I moved here last year, yeah, during February or something like that. Yeah, but before that, I came here back for, because of my visa, trying to get my resident visa. So, like, I moved over here, and now I'm on my resident, breaching visa to get my resident visa. So, thank God. Amen. Thank you. Um, hi, I'm Pradeep. I came here in 2007. Um, came to study here. Uh, when I finished my high school, I either had to stay where I'm from, do my u uni, and then go somewhere else in India to get a job. And I thought, why not? Why not go to Australia, study there, and live there? Because 
have to leave my family anyway. So I choose to come here. It has been really good. You guys have been really nice. All my dreams come true almost. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty good so far. Almost. That's okay. Uh, so tell us, um, and, and look, you guys can pass the microphone, but, but tell us, you know, how uh, you came to faith in Jesus Christ, if you could, uh, you know, give us a, an abbreviated version. Where are you from before Christ, what you believed or whatever, and how you came to faith? Short version of it, because there's yeah, a few of us. because I got the mic. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got, um, the sound guy can cut that off, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, I was in it. I was born in India, so I was a Hindu, and uh, I very firmly believe that if I was in India, I would still be a Hindu, because wow. uh, you don't see these things. You don't get to compare, because in India, you believe what you, your parents teach you. You don't get to compare. Like, my dad is here with me. I'm trying to tell him about Jesus. He doesn't believe. He just goes like, oh, we've been doing this forever. We are not wrong. It's like, okay, compare it. Then he doesn't have any answers, but I'll, I got a son, no, and I'll be open to him. I was like, do it, taste it, and then make a choice. So if it isn't here, I'd probably be Hindu unless God make another plan for me. So wow. I think that was the biggest reason for me to come over here. That's the highlight of my life so far, yeah. giving my life to Jesus. Yeah. And how, how long ago was that? Um, that was uh, four years ago, but technically two years ago. And, and who led you to the Lord? Um, got a friend here, AJ. He led me to the Lord. Yeah. So legend. He did a big AJ's joke. a legend. Like, that was, I was really racist towards Christians. That's awesome. Those Christians in India are poor. Um, they don't dress well. They sting. They beat their wife. They drink a lot. And I thought that's what Christians are, you know? Wow. Low life. Yeah. But that's not true. No. He discovered something better. Uh, oh, way better. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who else wants to share just how you came to faith? And look, you know, many of uh, many of us were, you know, in Christian families, which is fantastic. But yeah, pass it or share it. Uh, yeah. I I came to God, but uh, my, uh, we grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. So like, you have to go to church. Like in the islands, in the Solomon Islands, if you're a kid and you don't want to go to church, grandma's going to come. Thank <laughs> you. Go to church. You have no choice. So like, at first, I, I didn't really want to go to church when I was a kid because I don't want to go to Sunday school. But every time, grandma's going to open the door. Get up. Get up. Go to church. If you don't go to church, stay clean this whole entire house. I'm like, oh, I'm up. I'm going to church. So yeah. And then it started going to church and then started discovering all this like God and everything and I really like it and then I baptized in my church in Solomon Islands and then I gave my life at a very young age yeah, yeah. Wow. So alright Renette yeah I'm blessed you my late dad was a minister so I grew up in, in um, Pentecostal um, I think till about seven every service I put my hand up um, <laughs> you know I really wanted to make sure and then when I was eight I was baptized in the Holy Spirit and then from there on, it just, um, yeah, just kept serving the Lord and realized that he have kept me from a lot of things that I could have done, um, but didn't do, and I'm just grateful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, um, but when we went to New Zealand, I felt like um, I needed to explore the world a bit. So I joined my friends in high school and, you know, just going everywhere and, um, you had to always do something to be able to fit in. And 
I'm just thankful for my parents that um, they pray for me and they're believing that I would come back to God. And yeah, it was through a friend that I knew at church, um, one of my youth pastors back in New Zealand, that he, he showed me the kind of love where, you know, you're accepted, um, that it doesn't matter what you do, it's God's love, you know. Um, you don't earn it. He just gave it uh, through grace. And I just, I just want to say that if you're believing for someone to come back to know God's love, that he will surely do it. Yeah. He'll yeah. definitely do it. Yeah. It's wow. amazing. Yes. Um, I grew up in a Catholic family, and I went to a Catholic church um, when I was younger. It was more of a religious activity, a family culture. Never thought, like, what it is, actually. It was very routinous. But then as I grew older, kind of got away from it and stopped going to church. Um, my background, I moved a lot, so every time it's an adjustment. And when I was in Melbourne, I felt quite lonely. Always wanted to go to church of some sort, but there was no one that was able to lead me. And then when I got on the Sunshine Coast, um, YM over here was like, yeah, just invited me to an all-in dinner. It's like no pressure. There's good food. I'm like, good food, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> and um, th this church is actually the start of my journey towards Jesus. That's awesome. So thanks for that. Somebody else uh, share about uh, this chapter called the church, City Church, uh, and uh, you know what's what's this chapter been like? Thank you. So I'll continue on because yes, like my, my journey to Jesus kind of coincides with my journey in um, City Church. So this is how I started my journey. And um, so I guess like I've been knocking on doors in other churches like when I was younger. But this church is so unique. It's so diverse. There's babies up to like adults and like elderly people. and But they all kind of you know, there's no judgment, there's no ageism, there's no, like, um, like there's no clickiness, which was kind of really awesome. And it was so warm and welcoming to me that I've never felt in other places in Australia, especially. Wow, <laughs> And yeah. it mm -hmm. was like, wow, this is a very unique place. Like, I've never felt this anywhere else. Wow. And it's just how the focus of coming together as one and how like, we as a community, as a body of Christ, need to come together and just have, like, it's interesting how um, some places you go, they preach one thing, but they don't really practice mm -hmm. on the other side. But I could see that here, people are what they say they are, and they, or they try to, you know, no one's perfect, but I could see that everybody's welcoming and it, it's, it was amazing, yeah. Wow, how encouraging. Yeah, give, give the Lord a hand clap. Tim? Thank you, Tess. Um, my dad recommended me to come to this church um, because when he came here, he felt the community that is present, you know, the unity in this place um, because of one reason. And it's, it's just amazing how um, God can bring people together from all nations because um, one, the vision of this church is to, you know, um, reaching, uh, 
generations. Yeah, two generations. Two generations. Yeah, sorry. Two generations. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, I just loved and appreciate that. And when I came in um, to check it out for myself, um, I was expecting that it would be what he said, and it turned out to be true. Because I met um, these guys at the door, Vika and like Slade and Cody, and yeah, I just jumped on board because they had a mission and a vision mm -hmm. to achieve, and mm -hmm. I was, I was in all in for it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thank you. So good. Yeah, we've been um, in a few churches and then um, haven't gone go to church at all for nearly three years. And then um, I started deciding that I'll go on my own and go to a few different churches and see where I should be able to serve the Lord. And um, then one Sunday, Bianca said to me, oh, she wanted to come with and you should come here. So we did. And Beck was around and she... Um, showed us around and talked to us and introduced us to a few other people. And um, of course, Pastor Ed preached his heart out and gave a really good biblical service. And then uh, when we went home, she said to me, I'll be coming back next week and bring Monique and John with. I said, oh, we'll see, I'll go to a few others. And then, um, well, we came back that next Sunday. And she, she's not giving me a break coming back to church this to this church Sunday after Sunday. So if you like us here, you can say thank you to her. If you don't, I'm blaming her. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we do. I really do um, appreciate the sermons going out. You know, it's always challenging. Um, it's always biblical. It's always straight from the heart. And um, you always go out here knowing that you know this week it is a new challenge for me on top of the one of the previous week and the previous week, but God always gave us the, uh, God gave us the grace, and um, we really appreciate the fact that you stand for what you believe and that you're not mm. scared to say it, um, and that's what kept me here. That's very encouraging. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, for me, when I moved here, uh, my auntie, she recommended this church. She's like, oh, there's a church, city church down there. So, like, I came here the first Sunday when I started coming to Australia. And as soon as, like, I stepped in the door, I saw, like, Vika, Slade, Cody. Vika was like, Oi, bro! That's <laughs> been Vika. And then she's like, Oh, yo, what's your name? What's your phone number? I'll add you on Facebook. And I'm like, Wow, is this the culture here? And, like, <laughs> I started meeting Slade, and everyone was just, like, trying to get to know you. Yeah. Everyone was like wanting to know more about you. Like most church that I've been to, people just say, hey, welcome, yeah. and that's yeah. it. But here, mm. when you come here, people are like, hey, what's your name? Let's hang out. Let's do this. Come to our dinner parties. Join us. Like they want you to be like part of this family. Yeah. Wow. So, like, when I come here, at first, I didn't have like any friends. But now I have like family and like that's every so single good. one of you. So, like, yeah. yeah thank you. Amen. Thank you. Um, for me, um, when I gave, when I started, first came to church, um, that was in Brisbane, I think five years ago. Very first day I went to church, that was it for me. No coming back, that was it. Jesus is God, that's it. But it was a religious God, and I went to a, um, a religious church. And then I think for me, if it wasn't that church, I probably will just disqualify Christians because the way we worship, the way we preach. It's different than what I'm used to. So God had a very good plan for me. So he took me to that church just to make me comfortable. 
Okay, when I got there, then I discovered they're not biblical. They try to do their own thing. And then um, three, I think four years ago, I came to Sunshine Coast to live for a month. And then we ch Googled the church, which is in the evening. So Pastor Red came up. So we came, very first time. We did not met him ever before. And AJ, my friend, we were both here in front row. And uh, he, we came for a prayer and he, because AJ, if you know him, he's built, very built up, you know. So he, he got big muscles and he got, like he's, he's, he doesn't look like he got back pain, but he had back pain. So Pastor Ed came to pray for him. And he said, okay, God is telling me to pray for your back. You, got, you need healing. And for me, I was a new Christian. That was a show. I was like, who does he know? Like, who does he know? Like, you know? No, nobody can say that he got back pain. Because he doesn't, even he does, he doesn't let you feel it. He, he's always, you know, straightened up. And he prayed for it, and he got healed. And then I went back to Brisbane. And then we came back here to live three years ago. And I came, and there was no other way to go. So that was my church. Two things I want to say for this church is, as, our, as father like son, so as Jesus is, he loves everybody, he welcomes everybody. That's what Pastor Ed does. He loves everybody. He welcomes everybody. Like for him, you are black, you white, you Chinese, you Indian, doesn't matter. He loves everybody. And the second thing I want to say is humbleness. I met a lot of pastors and I met a lot of people. Um, they are humble in a way, but Pastor Ed is humble in a different way. You can go and ask him anything. He knows, but he will never let you know that he, I know, you know, I can't be wrong. But yeah, let's find out. That's what I love about him. That's what I love about our church. We are all approachable. We all love each other. And we do Jesus together. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, these guys are awesome. And uh, I, I want you to give them a big hand again. And th thank you. That's awesome. And uh, I'd like our worship team to come back up. Let's just go out with a celebration and go eat some meat pies and, and whatever else is out there. Uh, don't you love it? I just love the fact that our church... Uh, is interested in the nations and making a statement of unity. And however you came in and wherever you're at now, there's still a journey for you. You're still here on purpose with a divine purpose. And so I'd like you to stand. I just want to pray uh, just before we uh, close out with a song. But I, I, I just, this is a special day. And look, I love this country. I've got dual citizenship and... Uh, Somebody asked me, um, actually this morning, I was chatting with somebody that said, you know, um, if I had to give up one of, they were dual citizens as well, if they had to give up one of their passports, it'd be a tough choice. And I thought to myself, yeah, I, you know, because I've got American and Aussie, and, and uh, but I, I would give up the U.S. Uh, passport before I give up my Australian passport. And uh, and it's, it's nothing to do, honestly, with beaches and the government and and all of that. Uh, I just have a love for this nation. And I think that you could you could detect in these testimonies the heartbeat of these people and many more, many of you that are here as well. Whether you're born here or, or not born here, there's a heartbeat that God's given all of us for this great country. And that heartbeat causes us to beat with the heart of God and to spread the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and to give this nation what it deserves, the best present that anybody could get, the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Thank you for listening to the City Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this message or God worked through you in any way, then please take a moment to contact us through our website at city-church.net or email us your feedback at info at city-church.net.